Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody, I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and welcome to Q School. Uh, that's at least the thought of the working title of this thing. But anyhow, this is going to be a series where I'm going to try to dig into crazy things that are in the history of QAnon events that you see QAnon talking about all the time. And uh, today, I'm joined by Stephanie, aka Dreads. Uh, thank you for being here to be the interviewer or the person who pushes me to try to be more coherent and explain this better to the normies, the people that are not brain poisoned by QAnon. Thank you for having me. And this is, you know, there, there's a lot about QAnon I don't know, and I really need to learn. So it works on two levels. Yeah. So the story of the George H.W. Bush funeral and the envelopes begins with one of the common things that happens with Q, which is Q posts gibberish and basically forces uh, QAnon to try to decipher what he's talking about. And what I mean by this is uh, the first reference to D5 is in QDrop 1332. So uh, pull out your Quibble and uh, uh, keep skipping pages so you get to the proper drop. No problem. I'm here for you. And it states... Now, what's uh, D5? Th- we're getting into D5. This is the thing. Okay. This, is the, this is the problem, because we no one... D5 has never been figured out. That's the point. Uh, Q started... The Q drop reads, Fellow patriots, what you are about to learn should not only scare you, but intens- intensify your resolve to take back control, prince, uh, kill box freedom. Uh, the information that shall become public will further demonstrate the criminal and corrupt 
brackets, pure evil, abuse of power that the Hussein administration undertook in joint efforts with domestic and foreign dignitaries. The snowball has begun rolling. There is no stopping it now. D5, stay the course and trust the plan. Protective, protective measures are in place. Remain brave, all caps. We knew this day would come. A link to a YouTube video. United we stand worldwide. Where we go on, we all, we go all, we fight. Conspiracy no more. Q. So D5 is just randomly thrown into that Q drop, and it has no uh, context. It has no meaning. And uh, then in QDrop fourteen oh one, there's a link to a Breitbart article, and it says, "God bless the United States of America." D five Q, and that is basically what happens here: is that Q uh, has a series of drops that end with him posting D five above the Q, and 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 there's really no, uh, th- again, there's still no context for this, and this is a lot like the early Q drops where he would post nonsense like Godfather 3, Speed, um, I think Fight of the Valkyries. It was just this thing where Alice in Wonderland, Q just loved putting like a, a random nonsense thing into the, uh, into the Q drops to just make people go running, make people try to figure out where this is coming from. and. So this was uh, the latest and greatest one of these where it's like, here's a thing I'm saying, what does it mean? You figure it out. And a lot of this is designed to be a sort of thing where if uh, someone comes up with a good, a good theory behind it, you might take credit for it and then everyone will be really happy. So yeah, this is the starting point is D five. So D5 begins, and from D5, uh, we get to uh, the Huber hearing. Do you remember Huber from the early QAnon days? I'm going to take um, Stephanie. No I, I, uh, no, I don't even know who that is. I'm, I'm, I don't know a lot of the technical details, just like the basics, really. So uh, Huber is John Huber, who was one of the lawyers that was tasked with, um, you know, chasing down Uranium One and all that kind of stuff. He was working under Jeff Sessions and the um, and and let's just put it bluntly, Trump wasn't very happy with him. Uh, Trump's quote about Huber was that he did absolutely nothing and was a garbage disposal unit for important documents. So one of Q's guys that he told us to trust, uh, because Huber got himself a trust at one point, which was uh, which is of course the ultimate seal of approval from Q. Um, so Huber was supposed to be the guy that was going to bring down the deep state. And there was all this talk about all these people working under Huber who were going to like be part of the, like, I don't know, quarter million sealed indictments and all that good stuff. And so after all of 
this big talk after all of this hype around Huber, we eventually get to uh, uh, the announcement that there is going to be a hearing and that hearing is going to be one where or John Huber is going to give testimony to a Republican congressional committee. And this is after the 2018 midterms when the Democrats won the House. And Q is kind of reeling because Q had been – it was really funny. But the comparison between how Q acted um, – before the 2018 midterms and the way Q acted for the presidential election in 2018, Q was like, vote, vote and bring a friend. You've got to vote. We're going to take out the deep state. We got him." in 2020. Like Q barely even posted like in the last month or so before the election, Q was, Q was reading the polls and Q saw that sleepy Joe Biden was going to smash the God emperor. And, uh, he wasn't really uh, too gung ho about, um, you know, sticking up for, for his boy, for his orange daddy. And so Q had been hyping up the fact that if the Democrats didn't win at least the House in the 2018 midterms, that'd basically be the end of them, that they, they would cease to be a relevant political party in America. And then the Democrats did win the House. And QAnon was like, yo, Q, what's going on, buddy? Uh, explain your care to explain yourself. How did how did the Democrats cheat and steal the House from us? And Q was spinning it and was just like, "Hey, man, we were just concerned about the Senate. Ba ba ba. All that mattered was the Senate. We're all good. We got this. Don't worry. We're we're everything. Everything's everything's cool, good in the hood. We're we're all set. So all that stuff was going on. So after that was happening in the lame duck period between the election and the swearing in of the new Congress, the Republicans are holding a hearing. And while they're holding that hearing, Huber is going to testify. And Q's getting everybody riled up for it. He's like, oh shit, here it comes. Huber's going to come in and he's going to give out, he's going to give the goods and he's going to bring down the deep state and ever, and oh, it's happening now. Oh man. And so Huber's big meeting is scheduled for December 5th. And so now QAnon starts baking December 5th, D5. That's it. That's what Q was talking about this whole time. This meeting, this hearing, Q's power of prophecy was so strong that he knew from the jump that this was what was going to happen. So now everyone's really crazy about this hearing because, oh man, I mean, Huber, Huber's going to get him. He's going to expose the deep state. He's going to expose all the mole children, all that good stuff. And of course, what's really funny about this is that I, the first Q drop that mentioned D5 was in May of 2018. So Q would have had like six months foreknowledge of a hearing that probably got scheduled like a month or so before uh, it happened. So this big hearing is going to happen on December 5th. Lo and behold, that week, George H.W. Bush dies. 
And suddenly that hearing is postponed a week. And now QAnon starts freaking out. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, George H.W. Bush was basically, uh, like, on life support. And they pulled the plug on him to kill him in order to uh, prevent Hoover from testifying and bring the hammer down on the deep state. So... Like, that's clearly what happened. That's what the deep state, that's why the deep state did this. Like, George H.W. Bush's death is actually a move on a chessboard. It's just not a very old man passing away from the various illnesses that he accrued from being incredibly old. So you have this moment where now this, this super important, very big hearing gets delayed. And now um, we have the funeral and QAnon is obsessed. And so they're watching the funeral and they're just like, oh man, what's going to happen here? Like uh, one of the buses, there's like a bunch of buses taking people to the funeral. And I think one of the, and they, and they were all like marked with uh, placards. And I think one bus was labeled Bus D5. And they were like, oh, shit, that's the bus where they're going to arrest everybody. Ah, we got him now. And um, so uh, these um, – so this is the argument that's going on. And then Bush's funeral happens. No one gets arrested. Blah, blah, blah. What's going on? So what? Well, I was just going to say, like, shouldn't QAnon be celebrating because they hate the Bushes because, you know, the paleo conservative movement looks back on the neocons. And honestly, you know, we discussed this when we were talking about loose change, like in retrospect, the neocons weren't that bad compared to what we have today. So why what, was it just because of the code that that they were all like, oh, George Bush is dead because I he was one of, you know, both Bushes were bad guys. Oh, they they hate them, but they were they were mad that the deep state killed Pappy Bush to prevent Hoover from testifying. And like that was the. That was the that was the argument that they were using at the time was that this was an intentional maneuver by these uh, cabal running murderers to prevent this explosive testimony from being aired that would uh, tear down the deep state and finally expose them to justice. Um, so. The funeral happens and nobody gets arrested. And that's very frustrating because something is supposed to happen here. And while this is all going on, um, then people start watching the funeral and they see that the people that were at the funeral had, were, had envelopes. And those envelopes had... Like something, basically, you would open the program for the uh, for the for the funeral, and then from the from that program, you would see an envelope that would fall out of the uh, the program, and people reacted to the. They like sort of looked at them. They'd be like, "Oh, this this is a thing that just fell out of my program. Isn't that interesting?" 
And so what would happen is these uh, QAnon promoters started kind of baking what was going on there. And they were kind of like, hey, man, something's happened with those envelopes. Like uh, Jeb Bush looked at his envelope and boy, howdy, that was a man that looked really upset. And there was um, there was all kinds of concern about this. And so then they started like really getting into the weeds about it. And now they're now they're digging and now they're looking. So, of course, what happens at this point is um, the funeral comes and goes. People are talking about it. It's got traction there there is i'm not going to say nothing's happening with it but it's not i don't want to say that like it was the barn burner event of the of the winter but at this point in time q is really high on the hog he's really feeling his oats he's got everybody all spun up about um he's got something all he's got everybody all spun up about this silly uh, funeral event, and but more importantly, uh, Q team brilliantly outflanked the deep state by rescheduling the Hoover hearing. Like, because Lord knows, no one could have seen this coming. So, uh, the Hoover hearing gets moved back to the thirteenth of December instead of the fifth, and. Once again, everyone's all jeeped up. Everyone's all hyped up. Like, oh man, here we go. Like, this is going to be it. We're going to, we're, we're going to get the truth at last. And because Q is so pumped about this upcoming hearing, he decides to do a question and answer uh, session with the Anons where they post stuff on 4chan or 8chan at the time. Q grabs things that he's interested in and answers them. Now, this Q&A is very controversial in QAnon because uh, at one point, Q tells the Flat Earthers to uh, pound sand, that they're just, wrong, they're just wrong, that the Earth is not flat. And uh, this has uh, made a lot of QAnon very upset that their super secret spy daddy uh, is not a Flat Earther. So uh, I found that to be, that's always been very interesting to me. Because again, this is not like uh, a thing where you pass the microphone around, someone asks a question you weren't expecting, you got to answer it, so you do what you can. No, Q was actively seeking out questions. And literally the question was, yo, Q, can you shut up the flat earthers? And Q was like, no, no problem, my brother. I got you. I got you, fam. Flat Earth, stupid. I, I, I denounce it. I, I denounce it wholeheartedly, which is just—it's really wild to see, um, like, a conspiracy theory like Flat Earth, like like QAnon, its leader uh, attacking another dumber conspiracy theory, <laughs> just being like, nope, nope, nope. Flat Earth, Flat Earth can go to hell. So. So that was well, great. I, you know what they owe. The, I, I do remember that that famous the dear Q. Could you shut these idiots up? Is the Earth flat or round? And you know, I, I remember him saying, "Oh, you know, no, the Earth is definitely a sphere. 
they're wrong. But then what happened was, I can't remember if this came before or after the AMA, but everyone would like retroactively like be like, oh, but Q said disinfo is necessary. <laughs> so they use that to like insulate themselves from any answer they didn't like. Oh, uh, disinformation is necessary was very early on in the Q drops because um, because Q had to explain why they were lying about everything at the start because um, because the whole the whole origin of the thing was that uh, Huma and Podesta and all the bad guys were getting arrested uh, ASAP. Like this was happening lickety split from when Q started posting in November, uh, in October of nine, uh, of 19. Jesus Christ. If only this thing was that long living. Yeah. So in October of 2017, Q was posting that like this thing's going to, this thing's going to have a bow on it in no time. Like this thing is done. You have no idea how done this thing is. And then in Q drop 72, which is like the, which was what I've always considered to be the pivot Q drop. That's the Q drop where Q admits that, oh yeah, everything I said before this was bullshit. And that's the, that's the disinformation is necessary Q drop. That's the Q drop where Q is like, look, man, sometimes I got to feed you a line because I'm tricking the deep state by telling you stuff that ain't true. And the deep state thinks I'm telling you the truth, but I'm not. And then they react. And then I boom, gotcha. Ha ha ha. Take that deep state. So. That is where the um, that's where that comes from. The disinformation is necessary. It's that it, that is way older than uh, when Q uh, just told uh, everybody that the Earth is in fact not round. I mean, not flat. Oh, Freudian slip. I just gave it away. Earth's flat. You nailed it. But yeah, so so Q does this Q and A, and he um. He's answering questions. He says he says the Earth is uh, Earth isn't flat, all that good stuff. And someone asks Q, "What was in the envelopes?" Meaning, what was in the envelopes at the at Pappy Bush's funeral? And Q says to them, "Our promise to counter," which is again treating this whole thing like it was a series of chess moves on the chessboard where the deep state, the Patriots and Q team schedule the, uh, the few, they schedule the hearing for Huber to destroy the deep state. Then the deep state counters by murdering Pappy Bush. So he has to get a state funeral on D five preventing uh, Q team from being able to have their hearing. So Q team then re-raises the deep state by posting, by breaking into the uh, programs for the funeral and putting in them like literally a threat to everyone at the funeral that they were in trouble and that the, that Q teams resolve to bring down the deep state has not been shaken by the deep state cunning, very cunningly and craftily murdering uh, George H.W. Bush. So once Q gave the green light, once Q like stated that the LARP was real and that 
this was something that Q team actually did in the real world to attack their enemies. Now, now it's no holds barred. Now, this is why six years after the fact, we've still got uh, like Liz Crokin and Brian Cates and all these people posting videos and memes showing everyone reacting to the envelopes and like Jeb Bush seems to be like just sunken and crestfallen and miserable. And it's, it's obviously not because he's at the fa- the funeral of his father. It's not the fact that his dad died and he's laying his father to rest. No, it has to be these, th- this envelope was a threat from Q team to telling him that, like, Oh, you're going down Jeb Bush. How do you like them apples? So this is where the whole thing comes from. This is the origin of this story is that this super important hearing led by one of the guys that Q told us to trust uh, is um, delayed by Pappy Bush's death and QAnon is very upset about it. And Q reassures them, oh no, do not worry, glorious patriots. I'm 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 on top of things. We got this. We're taking care of it. And the deep state has been uh, duly warned and chastised for killing George H. W. Bush to prevent this hearing from happening. So it's all good. Don't you have to worry. So I, I just I, I I thought I had the the flat Earth uh, Q drop saved on my computer, but for some reason I couldn't find it while I was looking for it. Um, so it, it is Q drop two six two two, and it is. Just to shut the flat earthers up, Q, is the earth flat? Q, no, Q. So, like, Q literally went to find the most inflammatory and insulting uh, question to attack flat earthers with, posted it on the, um, posted it into the Q&A, the Q&A, and then said, yeah, it was like, no, this, you, this guy's right. Screw those flat earthers. They they can all pound sand. And that's what makes me laugh so much whenever I see uh, QAnon promoters either like trying to be friendly with flat earthers or being flat earthers themselves. It's like, buddy, your your super secret spy told you that's bullshit. Your super secret spy was like, you know what flat earth is? Sucks. It's nothing. It's dumb. Stop making us look bad, bro. Q said the moon landing is real. I mean, Q... Q has a very low view of your conspiracy theories, probably. So, like, well, it's it's a lot like the Bible, and we can look at the current state of American politics and say that yes, the Q drops are kind of a canon. You know, it's it's the QAnon Bible essentially, and you even made reference to it earlier. But you know, the same the Leviticus, the same section that they use to you know, bemoan homosexuality also tells you not to eat shrimp. So what you see is like the, the, the canonized words. I, and, you know, if you're imagining that Q, like, cause Q is like that Christ-like figure where he's like the, the perfect, you know, purveyor of all knowledge. But what happens is then, you know, those words get into humans and what are humans? Humans are in, you know, we're, we're fallible and we're imperfect. So, you know, and, and, the, you know, Ferber and Beans and the Watkins, they, they should have known that this would get out of hand. They should have known 
you can't put this genie back in the bottle ever. <laughs> so you're you're seeing like the the biblical interpretations of what came through, you know, hundreds and thousands of years of different, you know, religious ideation. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I think that you, you've literally opened the door for episode two of this thing, because I have a speech to give about uh, conspiracy theories, about QAnon, about the Republican Party, and it's it's going to be just an annoying stream of consciousness that I've been I've had in my head for a while, and I'm going to need you or someone to just like poke me with a stick when I get too too far afield with my, my nonsense. So I, I'll appreciate you to be the... the uh, the spaz wrangler, the the lunatic wrangler, just trying to pull me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on, Mike, come on, get get back on the track, get back on the trail. So yeah, we'll have um, a we'll have a code if you get off track. I'll 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 just like flash a picture of the twin towers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, big guy, sun's getting low. Yeah, just something, <laughs> anything. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna. So we're heading into the final stretch here about of all this fun. So uh, as a result, we are going to take our ad break here. So see you all in a minute. Please give me the Dutch Kronars by listening to this. Or Swedish Kronars. It's someone. Kronars. I don't know. I want them. They, they can be translated into American currency. And that is a good thing. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And we're back. So now, so the Hoover hearing, it does happen. And again, going into this thing, Q is just strutting around, doing literal Q&As and all that good stuff. And the hearing is on December 13th. And it opens with uh, Biceps Guy from Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton who you might know is the guy who wears way too tight shirts to show off his massive biceps. But uh, today he's in front of Congress, so he actually wears a suit and tie. And he uh, pretends that he's a real lawyer because he's not one. And uh, he is joined by a guy uh, named Philip Hackney. And Philip is uh, just a guy who's into charities and is basically there because the Democrats like gra just grabbed someone in the eleventh hour to put on uh, put, to give testimony as a counterbalance to Tom Fitton, and these are the two people that are opening our testimony. Now you might be wondering, where's Hooper? 
because uh, he was the he was the main event here. He was the guy that was supposed to bring down the deep state. Hooper does not show up. Hooper is not at the Hooper hearing. So the opening of the hearing is uh, Philip Hackney, who no one's ever heard of, and Tom Fitton uh, basically arguing about the Clinton Foundation and if it is either a giant money laundering racket and a scam or if it is a legitimate charity that does good work in the world. And so this is incredibly boring. It's just Tom Fitton whining about uh, 501c3 issues and the other guy being like, I don't know about all that, bub. And so the two of them say their piece and they leave. And then what happens is uh, two more guys come in. And these two guys are, they claim to be whistleblowers about the Clinton Foundation. And their arguments are basically, look, we've found a lot of uh, like just corruption and a lot of like scandalous, no good stuff that's going on in the inside the Clinton Foundation. And we want to and we want to uh, bring this to your attention to the congressional Republicans. And the Republicans, um, the Republicans start getting kind of upset with these guys because when the when the Democrats on the committee talk to them, the Democrats are basically like, "Yo, aren't you guys trying to sue the Clinton Foundation to try to make like?" literally billions of dollars and the the two guys are like yeah that's pretty much what we're doing here but um we we're, we're also trying to like tell congress about this corruption these guys were lawrence w doyle and john f moynihan were the two guys uh, that did this and after the democrats start like taking a bite out of these guys asses even the republicans start getting mad at them and the republicans are like yo um are you gonna give us your evidence against the clinton foundation and they're like no we're not we are not going to give you our evidence against the clinton foundation because we want to use that evidence in a lawsuit because there's a provision it, uh, there's a whistleblower provision in, a, in in civil lawsuits where if you are a whistleblower and you come forward with evidence of financial criminality in a group or uh, or like in, in a charity or a business or whatever, but if you come forward and prove that that business entity obtained their funds illegitimately you are entitled to between 10 and 20% of the money that is recouped from them because you were the one that called them out. You were the one that exposed and, and stopped the corruption. So you get a reward for being the whistleblower. So these guys are looking for a massive payout in this lawsuit. I think one of the guys even went so far as to state that every dollar the Clinton Foundation got was corrupt. So they were on the high end looking for 20% of all the money the Clinton Foundation had ever made. 
And the Republicans were just looking at them like, we're not party to your crazy lawsuit against the Clintons. And if you want us to be party to it, give us your evidence. And the guys were just like, are you going to give us tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars if we do this? And the Republicans were like, no, no, we are not going to do that. And then those two guys were like, we'll, we'll take our chances in court. Thank you, Republicans. Good day. And they just caught up and left. So that was the big meeting on December 13th. Uh, Tom Fitton blowing smoke and then two con men showing up and just fucking it up so bad that even the Republicans on the committee were yelling at them. Even the Republicans were mad at them. I think Mark Meadows was the chairman of the committee, and Meadows was just like, I, I can't believe this shit. This is ridiculous. This meeting is adjourned. Bam. Just like, because you could just tell after Tom Fitton and the random schmuck that he was up against when they left, you could just tell Meadows was like, yes, yes, we've got our sound bites for Fox News. Yes, Overlord Trump shall be pleased. And then these two idiots just come in and just absolutely screw the pooch, just ruined everything. And so uh, that meeting happened on the 13th. And again, Q had his big Q&A on the 12th, just absolutely partying, high-fiving everybody. Guess what happens? Q takes a week off after the 13th. The next Q drop is not until December 19th. Q is just like, you know, I need to lay low for a few days. Don't need anyone to talk to me about that Hoover hearing that I was hyping up so much. And he just uh, shows back up and starts posting stuff about uh, sealed indictments and um, posting stuff from Sean Hannity and Sarah Carter and John Solomon, all of his favorite like Fox News grifters, and just 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 moves on like nothing ever happened. Never addresses the Hoover hearing again. Never talks about it. Just we're, we're just we're just sticking to it. We're just sticking to uh, posting nonsense. Q drop uh, on uh, December 20th, uh, Q drop 20, uh, 2636, Q, uh, Alice and the Mad Hatter, Q, and that's it. Just <laughs> Alice and the Mad Hatter and we're done. Again, this is the rock solid, absolute, absolutely irrefutable evidence that QAnon believes in, follows, worships, and kneels before. So, yeah. So that is kind of the whole story of uh, D5, of the Bush funeral, of the envelopes, and all that nonsense. Uh, any further questions or commentary that you ha oh, seek from me, Stephanie? Well, it just seems like, <clears throat> okay, well, I mean, you and I both lived in the conspiracy world for a little bit. And we can both admit, looking back on it, wow, it was exhausting. And I just can't imagine, like, I know what it's like to be a conspiracy theorist, but I can't imagine, even as I, when I was a conspiracy theorist, even at my darkest, lowest points, I wasn't decoding shit. Like, that, to me, it's, okay, gematria is fun. I like to play with gematria. Does it mean anything? No. Maybe, maybe you find a really cool number of your of your sweetie pie's name, you know, when you add it all together, whatever. 
but I, I just the just all the decoding that they do and just it, it it it's exhausting how 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 do these people like even brush their teeth in the morning i mean oh well definitely not with fluoride that we know but i i just don't like even i when i was in the sandy hook stuff i had a hard time functioning as a human being and i and and i can't imagine it, it's like beautiful mind you know this guy's brilliant and bright and smart but he's finding messages written to him in the newspaper and that's basically what QAnon is except it's not a beautiful mind well what it is is that these people have their uh, brains rewired for this is a way to get rewards this is a way to get a dopamine hit this is a way to feel better about things is if you are the one that can figure things out if you can bake, if you can decode, if you can solve the puzzle, that gains you status, that gains you notoriety, that makes you someone who is looked up to in, in QAnon and the community. And as a result, now you ha you're massively incentivized to do this kind of stuff. Like, like um, Joe Rambo, the guy that's posting 24 hours a day, seven days a week, about how Biden's James Woods and a mask and all that kind of stuff. Guys like him get an audience and they get uh, attention because they're peddling some form of hope of this psychotic optimism that Trump is actually still running things. Trump is actually still in power. Uh, everything is working as per the plan. There is no need to worry or panic about anything. We got this. Patriots in control, blah, blah, blah. And so that is where a lot of this comes from, is that I want to be the next great baker. I want to be the next decoder. I want to be the next Joe Rambo or praying medic or major dad or whoever. And even if you can't do that, even if you're not up on it, having other people bake for you makes the world more cool and exciting. Because you, you get to peek behind the curtain. You get to see that what the what the truth of the world is that us dumb normies, us regular people, don't get to see. I remember uh, there was a YouTube clip of Adele singing a song at a British uh, award show, and after she finished singing, they did this like swooping shot where she walked off the stage, got into this nice like luxury car, and then the car drove away. And someone pointed out that the license plate on the car had like three sixes on it. They're like, oh, we did it. We caught it. Adele's in the Illuminati. We nailed it. Good job, bro. And that's what this game is all about. That This game is all about uh, finding out how the famous person on my television, as long as they're not Donald Trump, figuring out how that person is bad. And I'll never forget... Um, Someone did a bake on one of Garbage's later music videos to prove that they were in the Illuminati. And it just made me laugh. But the, the big payoff of it, the, the, of, the, of the thing was for me, was that 
someone in the reply said, oh, man, I thought they were one of the good ones. Like this person had gone through their life hoping that Shirley and the boys were not Illuminati. And now, gosh darn it, they are. Oh, oh, fiddlesticks. What this is just so unfortunate. And but this is the thing about the Illuminati game is that you cannot win it. You are going to lose. You will inevitably uh, be exposed as a Moloch worshiping, uh, adrenochrome guzzling Satanist. That's just the way this works. Uh, one of the things that I um, really love, that's always made me laugh, was uh, the Katy Perry Super Bowl was like just an absolute goldmine for Illuminati nonsense. People were baking and decoding that thing for forever. Just, oh man, Katy Perry totes Illuminati, blah, blah, blah. And then that year, like that, basically that week, so like she does the Super Bowl halftime show and then she does the Grammys and her Grammy uh, performance was like literally her in a white dress singing a song about how awesome God is. And it was just like, Katy Perry's just like, I love God and he's the best. And this is a really stripped down performance at the Grammys. I ain't wearing nothing sexy or nothing. It's just me, like, uh, like just pure white, like body all covered and just, uh, and, and n- none of them noticed that none of them noticed that, uh, that performance happened because, uh, we're we're just here to be super angry uh, at her at all the time. Katy Perry, by the grace of God, live Grammys 2015. And uh, it, it, you could not find, I mean, this is like the most ridiculously, like just Christian performance you could possibly imagine. And of course, these people are just like, nope unacceptable she she already did the moloch thing we we know we know what's going on with her and it's like no um yeah so it's just that you you can never be redeemed you're always just bad so that that sounds that sounds logical it doesn't it though doesn't it i mean it's just the just the way it is just the way these people operate so yeah, so that's uh, the Bush. Uh, that's Bush's funeral. That's the envelopes. That's D five. It's all that in a bag of chips. Um, so hope that was uh, a little enlightening, a little interesting. Hope people got something out of it. Um, so next week, I want to talk about what I call um, the difference between, say, uh, QAnon and MAGA anon, and if we can. Like this, trust me, this is going to be a real mess, but I, it's been in my head and I really want to, I really want to talk about it. So I hope you'll enjoy that. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, uh, tell people about the podcast, do all that good stuff. Help me out. Uh, patreon.com slash poker politics, all that good stuff. Um, Stephanie is part of a group called Doubt, and she wants to give some information about that as to how to contact her at that group. So the floor is yours. Okay. We're part of the American Information Integrity Alliance, um, and that is it. We're newly forming. We're in the process of forming as a 501c3. And AIIA, our web address is infointegrity.us. And basically, they are, AIIA is basically the prophylactic. 
to help you from falling into the rabbit hole. Doubt is discussing our unusual beliefs together, and that's my support system and support group for former conspiracy theorists. So where AIIA is the prophylactic, we're the morning after pill. And we're not here to pull people out. You have to already be out because I ain't debating. I ain't arguing. That stuff gets you nowhere. I'm here to offer support to people who have been in the rabbit hole. And um, the email for that is doubtisthewayout at protonmail.com. And also, if you already follow me at MC Pasteface, I have a second and public Twitter account now, um, and that's at Steph in Doubt. Cool. Glad to uh, get you have you get that out there for people to hear it. Uh, hope that it. I hope doubt in this whole thing is powerful. It is it works. It helps people out. It is not a scumbag chop shop like the Thinking Project. Screw you, Jim Stewartson. Bam! You thought you were safe. No, forty six minutes. The right safe. hook comes in. He's Jim never Stewartson. safe. Never safe around my, me. No, never. You never know, Jim. You never know when it's coming for you. Hey, and I'm the cult leader. Yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna chop that up and make it sound like I'm actually threatening him. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down, Jim. No one cares. So yeah, so uh, thank you for listening to the first and hopefully more episodes of Q School. Uh, This is me, Mike Rains, uh, signing off for Stephanie. Good speed, Patriots. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.